Father, we thank you for the songs that have been sung, the prayers that have been prayed, an opportunity to participate in communion. We thank you for an opportunity to worship you in giving. And now as we look into your word, we ask that it will fall upon the good soil of our hearts and that you will be glorified therein. Father, we thank you and honor you for it all. In your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. We are now into a new, new series, and I'm thinking it's going to be a pretty lengthy series, as the more I stand and look and research this, the more comes to my mind about aspects that we can talk about this. I think today I'm going to do an introduction and then we're going to get hot and heavy into it next week. I want us to understand foundationally, foundationally about this next subject. It's called Masterpiece in Progress. Masterpiece in Progress. And I want us to First of all, understand what a masterpiece is. A masterpiece is anything done or made with superior or extraordinary skill. But the other part of a masterpiece is the fact that a masterpiece usually doesn't happen overnight. A masterpiece takes time. A masterpiece takes effort. A masterpiece takes energy. And so knowing and understanding the components of a masterpiece, we run into this situation whereby some have lost focus or some have lost the realization that they in themselves are a masterpiece. Because we are always looking for the end result. We are always looking for the completed project, but it takes time. And the process not only benefits the masterpiece, but it benefits the artist himself. Mm -hmm. And so God, who knows the beginning from the end, has already seen our completion. He already sees us as the masterpiece and he's already delighted in it, but we have to go through the process. Uh -huh. But knowing that I'm a masterpiece should kind of make me feel that it's going to be alright. Sometimes when they're painting, a painter sometimes has to put paint on, the, paint on the canvas, but then he looks at it and he may have to take a little bit off or he might have to add a little bit more. He has to make adjustments in order to get what he sees in his mind's eye onto the canvas. And so the same thing is what God is doing with us, that he's removing, he's adding to, he's causing, and then he's waiting all to perfect his finished product. They talk about sculptors. When a sculptor gets a piece of stone, 
they don't see a piece of stone. They see what this piece of stone is and begin to knock away what it isn't. Y'all not catching that. They see the image inside the stone. And what they do is they go forward and they take their hammer and their chisel and they begin to knock off what's not supposed to be there so that the image can come forth that they see in the stone. I know y'all ain't sculpt, so y'all not catching what I'm saying. When a potter is sitting there with a lump of clay, he looks at that lump of clay and he does not see a lump of clay. He sees a bowl. He sees a pot. He sees this and he begins to maneuver the clay so that it begins to conform to what he sees. Now some of us, when we talk about the clay and the, the potter, some of us believe that we can tell the potter how to mold us. And we believe that we can tell the potter that's not right or I'm not the one. But you got to understand your position. You're the clay. You're not the potter. And if you would just allow the potter to do his part, guess what? You will be what he sees for you to be. Amen. We have to get in our mind the fact that we are a masterpiece. We are created to do something extraordinary. We are God's chosen generation. We are yes. God's people who he has called out of darkness into the marvelous light. And because of that, we are his masterpiece. Yes. But as I said before, we're going through the process. Says, and the process requires progress. And be going through the progress of the process, it really causes some headaches. Because we want everything to be done already. God, how come I just can't be a masterpiece right now? Well, because you still got some things on you or some things that have happened to you that still need to be taken care of. And I have to take you through a process so that those things can fall off. I'm not going to call off nothing on nobody, so y'all be okay. Just look straight ahead if I call you out, but you'll be fine. But as we're going through this series, I want us to look at, we're going to be going through the book of Ephesians. And we spent all of last year on our Thursday night Bible study, walking through. We did a walkthrough. I mean, literally, we went verse by verse mm -hmm. of the book of Ephesians because I believe book of Ephesians is God telling us that we are more than enough because we are in Christ. I believe the book of Ephesians tells us that we are stronger than what we need to be because we are in Christ. But if we're not in Christ, we're not strong, we're not able, we're not. But in Christ, we can do exceedingly and abundantly above whatever we ask or think according to the power that lies within us because of Christ. So what I am insinuating in this is that 
in order for us to be this masterpiece in process and to be complete in the process, we have to be in Christ Jesus. Because it's in him that we live, it's in him that we move, it's in him that we have our being. And when things seem too much for us, guess what we have discovered? He says, that's fine. He says, you can take my yoke upon you because my yoke is easy and my burden is light. God is making us into this elaborate masterpiece that causes folks to be in awe. If you think about the Mona Lisa, she ain't even smiling. But everybody thinks she's priceless. That ain't even a grin if you look at it. It's like a like he caught her in the middle of it, but it became priceless because of the time that he took. But not only that, he painted other pictures, but because of who the painter was. You are the workmanship of God. God made you. God designed you. God sent you to be in this world at this time, at this moment, for a reason. And we have to understand that I am a masterpiece. That I am in God, in Jesus, everything that I need to be, and I have the ability to become everything that He desires for me to become because I am in Him. Thank you, Lord. Now I hear Him. I, I, I hear the voice in the back of your mind. I hear Him. I hear Him talking to you. But I am talking to you. Whatever you've gone through, whatever you have experienced has been a part of this process that is going to make you progress to become the masterpiece that God has designed for you to be. Every negative, every positive, every uh, thing that you've gone through is part of this process. But as we talked about last week, as we were finishing up the Remember series, we have to make some declarations of who we are in Christ Jesus so that when we walk in the who we are, it causes us to feel better about ourselves and causes us to progress and operate at a higher level. Amen. You know... It's a, it, we all know this. If somebody walked up to you and said, you just inherited a million dollars, the first thing you would do is change your mind about how you look at money. I'm going to let that sink in. If somebody said you had a hundred dollars, you just inherited $100, you'd be like, oh, all right. But they said you had a million dollars, it would change how you look at money. 
Some folks would go out and they would buy a whole lot of stuff and buy stuff for all the families. And some folks would be like, I ain't spending a dime. I'm saving this. And, and you know, we have these different mindsets that we go through. But if somebody told you that money and time was not an issue for you, then what would you do? What kind of mind would you have? What kind of focus would you have if that was the case? So I just want to not take too much more of your time today. Because like I said, next week, we're going to pull out the shovel and we're going to go deep into this first chapter of Ephesians. But I just want to let y'all know that first of all, that you are a masterpiece. Mm -hmm. When you look in the mirror, you are a masterpiece. Thank you, Lord. The Psalm writer even said, he said, you're fearfully and wonderfully made. God designed you to be the perfect you. That's why you can only be an imitation of somebody else. Okay. Be who you are. Right. Know who you are and act like you are. Because somebody needs to see the true you. And that somebody is your creator. He said before you were even formed in your mother's womb. He said this to Jeremiah and I believe it, it reflects on all of us. That I knew you. And the word new means to have an intimate relationship with. So we had an intimate relationship with God before we came into this body. And because of that very reason, he knows us better than we know ourselves. Because sin has caused a little amnesia is the word that goes through my mind. Amnesia <laughs> for us to remember that God created us for a purpose in order to be on this earth. And so with that in mind, you are a masterpiece. Whatever that voice in the back of your mind is trying to convince you of, that's why you have the declarations. That's why you know what the first declaration that says, if any man be in Christ, he is, which means now, not will be, he is a new creation. Then he goes on to say, the old things have passed away. Behold, all things have what? Become new. Now the past has not been alleviated from your mind, but I'd rather focus on the new stuff than the past stuff. Okay. I'd rather be locked into the new to the point that the past no longer has a significance in how I'm thinking yes. today. How you like that? I like, I like it a lot. Yes. Because you can change your family tree. You can change the, the environment around you by how you conduct yourself based upon how you think about yourself. The Bible writer says, as a man thinketh in his heart, in his very center, in his very being, that is how he is. If you think that you are inadequate, incapable, and can't do, no matter what you say, guess what? 
you are going to be inadequate and incapable and won't be able to do. But when you change that heart by changing your speech, guess what? It changes the past and makes all things new, and the new things are better than the old. I know some of us like classic cars, but uh, I ain't one of them. I want some Bluetooth. I, want some, I don't want to have to roll down the window like this. I want to just press a button. I like the new stuff. So we got to understand that the old, the past has passed, and the new has come is how another version says it. And we have to walk in that. And when you're going through, you have to talk to yourself in the way that you talk to yourself. You have to say, I had a, I had a science teacher who, when he said, he said, I said to myself, and he would say, self? And I used to laugh at that, but you know, I, I, I don't say self, I just say Tim. I talk to myself and I, and I encourage myself. I say, you know you can do this. In Christ, you have been given the ability to make this happen. Yes. And you gotta kinda and talk to yourself because your other self will tell you, you can't make it happen. Uh, somebody on, on Thursday at the Bible study said that the, uh, the picture that they have of the angel and the devil being on your shoulders is more real than what we realize. And we have to, we have to focus on the correct shoulder. And we have to make sure, sometimes we got to just reach up there and knock the devil on off of there and just say, I ain't listening to you. I'm going to stay focused on the angel that's talking to me. We got to do it. And herein is our introduction. You are a masterpiece. And you are in progress, which means you're not finished. But the adventure is going to be one that not only be, be, is a blessing to you, but it shall be a blessing to everyone that you come in contact with because God has called you out of darkness into not just light, but into his marvelous light, which means there's celebration going on. There's a bright light. This ain't no little dim candle or nothing like that. This is the 1,000 candle watt. You know, ain't no doubt that you got some light on you. He's going to make it so that everyone, oh my goodness, everyone that was talking junk about you is going to be looking at you like, what happened? And you, you're going to be able to say, it's God happened. God happened. That's all I know. All I know is I started doing the, doing, uh, the, the way that God said to do it. God started opening up doors. He started opening up favor. He started opening up opportunities. And the next thing I know, here I be, here I is, and here I am. They said, you still talk wrong. That's all right. I still got Jesus. But anyway, I want to encourage you. And we're going to. I got so excited about the introduction, I didn't even touch, touch none of the scripture. But next week, we're going to get into Ephesians, the first chapter. And we're going to talk about how having a good relationship with God gets you to know God. And when we know God, we can know his purpose for our lives. So uh, if you want to miss next week, go right ahead because you can catch us back on YouTube. You know I got to put that shameless plug in. You can catch us back on YouTube and know what we have discussed. Father, we just thank you for this opportunity to look into your word. We are so excited to be able to deliver to your people this proclamation that they are a masterpiece in 
progress and that you have set everything up that they can have life and that they can have health and that they can be victorious but there is a process so God we thank you for wisdom we thank you God for your protection and God we thank you for your spirit that leads us and guides us to your word because your word is truth we thank you and we honor you for it all in your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.